The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson number one, Dave Anthony, returns. How are you? Good. How are you? Have you seen the poster for the Fofop Fofengers uh, at I, the, I saw on the, Monday? I saw the the white version that you posted, the black okay, and white yeah. version. Cool. Is the color one now? We, no, the color isn't in yet. but It looks amazing. Yeah, it's, and we're going to have those posters on Monday night at the Nerd Melt Show. I'm getting the plug-in right up the top today. Because <laughs> it's free. Uh, book, though. Like, book so I know how many people are coming so yeah. I can cater for the right amount of people. Right. I bought Australian chocolates as presents oh. at Duty Free. Well, that's nice. Yeah, nearly $100 worth. There'll be nearly really, yeah. There'll be nearly sixty dollars worth left by Monday. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot of chocolate. Yeah, they have Tim Tams here now at Target. Yeah, I brought mini Tim Tams, T- tiny Tim really? Tams. Really? Yeah, Timmy Tammies. Oh my god, that sounds tremendous. Yeah, they're delicious. They're just little guys, just tiny little ones. And then you feel like you're not eating a lot of Tim Tams, but you are because you just eat more of them. Right, and it's kind of, but it's like in baby size because you know I love finger food and like tiny size things. So this is like tiny Tim Tams are the best. No, that sounds amazing. Yeah, they're the best. And you get two in a little square packet. I get Two tiny fingers. I get They're like veal. They're like tiny baby Tim Tams. So is it it just one package with two little guys in it? Two little guys. Just one package, two little guys. Is this a new thing that they're doing? This is a new thing. It's tremendous. I know. (laughs) They've made it smaller and more delicious. How many did you eat while you were in Australia? Uh, Too many. No, (laughs) we're not in Australia, but um, since I got back here, how many have I eaten out of the package that I bought from other people? Oh, yeah, sure. Quite a lot. (laughs) 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 To the point where on the night, you might be able to work out which ones aren't there anymore. Like I have hunted a few uh, species some. into extinction. Yeah, you got there's some. Somebody was like, ones. you know, we should eat less tuna because we're running out of tuna. I'm like, or I could eat all the tuna and then say we never had tuna. <laughs> I, I vote for yeah, that. That's the best way to go. Yeah, we had it all first. I mean, there is a slight selfishness to that. I understand that, but I, I am, I, I mean, because there, there probably are going to be things of our generation that we eat out of, like you know, like, oh, out of so they no longer exist. Yeah, yeah. I just had swordfish for lunch, and I was like, this isn't going to be around very long. Right? <laughs> it's yummy, though. How do we explain that to the next generation when they're like, uh, what was swordfish? And we were like, oh, yeah, we... It was really good. We, we, we ate it all. Yeah, it's... Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it was really tasty, so... So, and, you didn't think you should breed some and save some for us? Like, leave it sustainable? I, I would have. I would but have, we, but Well, the ones that we caught uh, to breed, I just, yeah, uh, they were so good. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out when they, when they were ready to breed, that was the most delicious oh, that's, they tasted. That's when they were perfect. Right? <laughs> yeah, we we love to just extinct things. Yeah, we do. We're big. Uh, we're big fans of it. Right. Um, Quite a lot of the time, we'll just make a decision on something that's been here forever and go, yeah, yeah whatever, a, possum. Enough for you. Enough of you. Nice try. Right. I mean, you had a crack, but I saw a picture of a koala that was just sitting in the middle of a destroyed forest and someone was like this koala just 
lost his home and he was just sitting there. I was like, well, that's fucked up. Right. And then, and then I tried to go about my day. Right. I mean, you've got to get on with things. <laughs> you, can't, you can't let it weigh you down for too long. I, I mean, just, it's yeah. nice to have a moment for empathy for the koala. Yeah. Oh, if, look at him. If it's the only thing that dominates your thoughts, your priorities are in well, the, the wrong place. The next thing I thought was, I wonder, I wonder how far Gotham's going to go with all the villains. Right. Hey, I, I'm starting to think, I've been watching Gotham, and I'm starting to think... Uh, and it's spoilers if anyone like yeah. doesn't want to have it spoiled. But I think that um, Oswald uh, Cobblepot guy, um, the guy that uh, the one that they keep calling Penguin. Yeah, I think he's gonna actually be uh, later on uh, the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to spoil that for people. I don't. I don't I, um, I'm. I have it's, to. It's pretty subtle at this stage and hard to work out who's going to be who. So, yeah. but I think. If I could be confident, I'll, I'll, I'm going to lock that one in. I think the guy... I have no idea who the guy doing all the riddles... Oh, I think he's going to be the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like it? Are you starting to like it before you were ambivalent? I feel like I'm still ambivalent. Yeah. Okay, here's... I, I do have a massive problem with like Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, she's terrible. Right. And, and when, when I thought she was dead, I was like, oh, yes. Yes. And then they didn't kill her. And no, then, she just and then came she was on back a, hammier than ever. And then she's like, well, I'm going on a vacation. I'm like, super. And yeah. I'm like, oh, we're going to watch her on her vacation. Yeah, that's this even worse. Horrible. Because now she's not even in Gotham. No, she's just on a boat. Ugh. Nothing worse the than The only thing worse than her bo- in, in Gotham was her on a, on boat, a boat, alone on a boat. <laughs> This is worse. It's really terrible. She's terrible. She's horrendous. She is now uh, number one most hated on my uh, updated every day, uh, which member of the Smith family do I dispose the most index? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to have to go along with you on that. Yeah. She's, yeah. And like that index is updated almost daily. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like there's a new entry. What? Something. If this was the stock markets and I was doing my Smith family index, then... You know, like it's been a turbulent year. Well, every time Jaden tweets and uses all caps, right? I, I not all caps for every letter. He capitalizes the first letter of every word. Right. Then I, he goes to the top of my list. Yeah, and then she acts on the show, and then she goes to the top of my list. Right. She shakes her hair back and forth. Did you see? Um, speaking of, here's how my brain went: uh, Will Smith, and uh-huh. then uh, Independence Day, and then uh, Randy Quaid. Okay, sure. Did you see it? Uh, did I see what? The video. Uh, the, what, no, I, I don't really see anything Randy Quaid's in. Randy Quaid's still making things? Oh, straight my God. To video? Is he, it a straight to video? You know he's crazy. Is it a home video? You know he's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he lives in Canada and he's a fugitive from um, the law in America. Uh, what was that for again? Do you remember? You know, I don't remember, but I know he's a fugitive. Here's the, now, I'm I sure it was for one of his I know you've heard this films. before, and I don't mean this in a mean-spirited way, but could this work in your favor, this Randy Quaid shit? Because, well, if some, they needed to put someone to play Randy Quaid oh, I could in a tally movie of Randy Quaid, I, I reckon I you'd get in that room. Yeah, I think you know I know what I mean? That. Like, you'd <laughs> yeah. get a meeting. No, yeah, let's hope it goes right. that way, yeah. But right now, he looks like Brian Posehn. Okay. Well, maybe you could both play him at different stages of his life. <laughs> So uh, he is talking to camera, and behind him, his wife is sitting in a bikini. Uh huh. He's got a long beard, glasses, and a hat on, and he's uh, railing against all the people who have um, betrayed him. Okay. Nice. Um, it's like the New York Post, the yep. some CEO of a film company, um, Fox, uh, 
movies, Rupert Murdoch, he gets to. And okay. he's extremely mad and at Murdoch's Rupert. in New York Post as well, so there's a couple of uh-huh. things there. That like, yeah. Okay. So he's extremely upset with Rupert Murdoch, and then he pulls mm-hmm. out a Rupert Murdoch mask. Okay. And okay, he, firstly, mm-hmm. they make Rupert Murdoch masks? Well, I think he made it himself. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, who is... If you want to really frighten your well, kids at Halloween. My son was Rupert Murdoch for Halloween. <laughs> it was really great. Right. Yeah. People love it and they, they give so much candy when you're Rupert Murdoch. And then he goes and takes everyone else's candy as well. Yeah. And then, and then he destroys the country. Right. Um, so he, he has the mask and he, and he puts it on his wife. Hey, okay. Yeah. So he takes his homemade Rupert Murdoch mask yeah. and he puts this mask on his wife. Like uh-huh. willingly? No, she. I think it's she puts it on. She's right? fine. She puts okay. it on. Yeah, they, okay. This is clearly planned. Uh-huh. And then he gets behind her and pretends to fuck her, pretends or actually fuck her? does fuck her. You okay. can't tell. He could actually be fucking her. Right. And he's doing her from behind uh-huh. and yelling, "I'm fucking you, Rupert Murdoch!" And then a dog starts barking. So that went online today. So <laughs> there was a long pause. Let there. me under. Try yeah. to understand his point. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like Rupert Murdoch? He does not care for Rupert Murdoch. Right, but I imagine he fucks his wife like that, right? With the mask on? Or no, but just I mean, in... as in just like in that same way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, wouldn't he, and finds that pleasurable, right? Yeah, That's yeah part of I would think so. Intimacy, right? I would believe so. So yeah. to then. Like, just put a Rupert Murdoch mask on her and they go, I'm fucking you, Rupert Murdoch. Aren't yeah. you saying, I'm enjoying the sensation of being inside you and being <laughs> as one with you, Rupert Murdoch? Like, isn't that yeah, actually think, the message of his piece? Yeah, I believe so. He's yeah. literally fucking Rupert Murdoch and enjoying it. Yeah, he's loving it. He's loving fucking no, Rupert he was, Murdoch. He was, he, was not, he was not upset about it. He was enjoying fucking. He was really into it. Yeah. So is the message that Randy Craig wants to fuck Rupert Murdoch? That's what I took away from it. Okay. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> he has so he's doing well then. Yeah, he's doing okay. Okay, so what does he do now, Randy? He, Quaid? He's just nuts, and he lives up in Canada. And how can he live in Canada? With the, they don't have an extradition that, treaty or something. That I that don't know. Or maybe he's living in a place and they don't actually know where he is. You know, getting money from Dennis every once in a while. Right, but I mean, he's got an IP address or whatever. He's got like, to. They could easily trace him. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's wanted for. I mean, his main problem was he wasn't wanted for much, right? I don't think he was wanted for much. No. No. No, no he was happy to get the attention. So, <laughs> <laughs> who do I have to he, murder in this town? <laughs> he, did bring up, he did bring up Independence Day during his. Uh... So, he, he, what was he in Independence Day? Was he a crazy scientist of some kind or you, something? Have you not seen? I mean, I've seen it, but. I've seen I it. I think a I lot. saw it once and when I get the gist, and now I don't have to remember this. I think you, Will Smith's in it. I think you don't enjoy it as much as me. And someone makes a speech. Americans save the day. Um, and create the problem. I well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a crazy guy who uh, has two kids and he is driving a motorhome. He's, kind of, he's a drunk, uh-huh. but he's also an ex-pilot. And then most of the pilots get killed and they just need anybody to be a pilot. And he pilots a ship and he is the one who ends up destroying the spaceship is there a chance spoilers spoilers <laughs> is there a chance that he didn't know he was in a movie that is a very good possibility that he was just a, <laughs> like i would say looking back I would, like, to be honest this just works for the film 
He drove on a yes. set in that crazy combi van he was going around in, and we thought, you know what, we can yeah, work with this story. We can work with this guy. Yeah, he could very well not know. It's like that episode of um, uh, Celebrity Rehab where Gary Boosie thought he was there to be on the side of the, like, the celebrity rehab people. Like he thought he was there as an insider, a helper. S- seriously? Yeah, but he was actually just on Celebrity Rehab. Oh my, yeah. really? But he thought he was like working no. for the, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was wow. on television. That's <laughs> that's what we watch for our amusement while Rome fucking burns. <laughs> hey, what were you doing when you should have been thinking about all those major problems watching the world? Have you ever seen Intervention? Have you heard of Danny Bonaducci? <laughs> Vern Troyer, he played Mini-Me. Did you ever see the Danny Bonaducci reality show? So, Danny Bonaducci, for whatever fucking reason, had a moment in Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, one of those Hasselhoff moments. That's like we. Australia. That's like us sending. That's like the way you guys sent Yahoo Serious right. here. That's like us. I think that's, that's our what version. We got. The other that way. was the exchange rate at the time. There <laughs> was one Yahoo Serious for a Danny Bonaducci, <laughs> and we got Bonaducci, and he was like, uh, there was this show called Tonight Live, hosted by Steve Vizard, uh, which you probably have never seen, but you have seen the David Letterman show, mm-hmm. so you've seen Tonight uh, Live with okay. Steve Vizard, yeah, except yeah. it was different. It was a really different show. They had a, like a top seven list. <laughs> <laughs> but they did that all over the world. Uh, like Tom yeah. Rhodes did one in, uh, in uh, I, I think it was the Netherlands. Right. But he was a host of one for like four years and it was just Letterman stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that like Vizard's show was like exactly that. Yeah. To the point where Al McPherson came on. This is one of my great shows. I and I don't want to know if this is not true. I think this is okay. true. Yeah. But I don't don't if it's not true, if this is an urban myth, I don't want to know. Okay. I want to live in the world where I, I believe that this is I true. I won't break your dream. But apparently Al McPherson went on Steve Vizard's show and said, Did you know there's this guy in America, David Letterman, <laughs> who is completely ripping off your show? <laughs> I want to believe that on every level. Have you ever heard the Norm Macdonald Ellen McPherson story? No, tell me. I don't know. Like, she's obviously gorgeous. Uh, yeah. But I don't know what she did to make this happen. But he, Norm Macdonald, she was so into Norm Macdonald and he was so not into her that he okay. would, like, you, he would just be at a party. Like, she would go to the Saturday Night Live after parties and he would just. <laughs> He would just be like, get her away from me. And she'd be standing right next to him, like just being completely mean to her to get her to go away. And she wouldn't go away. Maybe it's because every man she ever met was so like into her yeah. that she found he's not being into her completely irresistible. That's, that's possible. And what yeah. he probably needed to do to get her to go away is literally get into her, like just get it out of the way. And then she would have lost interest once he yeah. was in, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, that, come on, you're bro. right. Yeah, it was negging. He was doing an early version of negging. You know that technique that the pickup artists. Oh no! You know that the game or whatever it was called. Or anyway, those horrible people who think that you should bully people into liking you. Oh, but there's this thing called negging, right? So where you be mean to you meet someone, and what you do is you be mean about something straight away, and that's meant to get them into it. And it's like, oh, what a terrible way. Well, that's to how you someone. that's how you build a, a really long standing relationship, right? Well, basically, that's what Norm was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was right. norming. He was. Norming. It was before negging. He was the first one to neg. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, she's fairly attractive. El McPherson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, still now, but like, yeah, in her youth, she was, was like. 
Is she Australian? She's yeah. She's an oh. Aussie. Mm. Yeah. One of our. One of, you got one. One of ours. Yeah. Mate, we've got you have one. attractive people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's heaps oh, of attractive. Oh, by the way, okay. I, I did not congratulate you. I think oh, yeah, I did on Twitter, but number sixty nine. Number sixty nine. Yeah. Buzzfeed's hottest man in Australia. They pick. They picked sixty nine because <laughs> you're a comedian. In right? my and in my forties. Come on, still got it. <laughs> I felt like I, it, that, that was a little boost. I was like, that yeah. and I loved being number 69. And Charlie wasn't on the list. Charlie was not on the list. Did, oh, he, well. did he, was he sad that he wasn't on the list? Sad that it was on this just completely made up list. Yeah, by no, one person. By one person. <laughs> That's based on absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's devastated yeah, not yeah. to get a nod on this ridiculous fucking thing. Look, we're sorry, Charlie. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's always a, not. Look, hey, even, one one person. You know what? Over the years, I, there are awards and whatever that I don't believe in, but it's mm-hmm. still I'd prefer to win them than some other dickhead. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't have to be into the thing. It's still nice that someone's thrown your hat in the ring. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You've got to mention, even if it's just one person. Right. I'm like, yeah. okay. Well, that's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll take that. It's just it's just one person who couldn't think of an article right, so she she right. came over the list of like, the hot dudes. Probably just got a selection of photos on the desk that they just like. Yeah, there's some p- computer program that they just put them into different samples, spits them out, and say so three weeks from now you're like men who have brown hair. Oh, I made this oh, one look. too. But how can I be seventy five on this list? Oh well. well, went down a little bit. Yeah, you'll be all right. Uh, do you think you could ever have a Randy Quaid moment? Do you ever like think what does that, that mean? Oh, like I'll lose my mind? Lose your mind and just like I don't think so. Run to the hills with I, your family? No, I can't. Would no. you be able to convince your family? No. Well, my wife's a psychologist, so what? What would she say? And I mean, obviously, this is not professional advice on the record, but just speculate as if a I husband, went, not I as went, a medical practitioner. Here's my hypothetical uh-huh. for you. Uh, you say, Heather. Uh-huh. My lovely wife and the mother mm-hmm. of my child. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty mad right now about. I was, I was just watching Fox News mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm outraged. I'm outraged about uh, Fox News and the poison they put into the minds mm-hmm. of Americans. Yeah. Everybody has the right to. But this is misinformation. And Rupert Murdoch is the major uh, scab, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the you know, putrid saw of our democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an idea. Yeah. I've just been in the office. She's like, oh, yeah, I wondered what you are doing in the office. Yeah, yeah I've made this mask. She's like, okay. Um, yeah. Right. Now Can you've got to take over from here. A, so, is it a mask? So it's a mask? Yeah, I, I, made a, I, I made a mask. Homemade. homemade just a, made a, a Rupert Murdoch mask? Yeah, it's of Rupert Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just uh, fashioned uh, Rupert Murdoch's face right. onto a so mask. So what, what I want to do is make a video. Uh-huh. And I... I want you to wear the mask and then I'm, I'm going to fuck you. Uh-huh. But, but I want to take it a step further and I'm going to wear a pig mask. Uh-huh. What, then, what would she say to that? She would say, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> what are you, are you okay? <laughs> what are you talking about? And then no. <laughs> The standard steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't. Uh, she wouldn't be down with that. She would not be down with that. No. There's no circumstance that she would get angry enough that she would think that was like a valid form of political. What no. if it catches on? Here's what the. Well, it's like a thing that everybody's doing because that's the internet now, right? 
Like yeah. suddenly Randy Quaid's back. Like, right. so this spawns a viral campaign of people fucking with Rupert Murdoch masks. Right. Actually, that would be that, pretty great. That, that might happen. That would be amazing. That could be like I, the new Anonymous. Yeah. Why? Actually, now I'm for it. If it right. starts a thing where everybody fucks people it's, wearing it's Rupert Murdoch masks. It's the ice bucket challenge, but it's like it's yeah. our stop Coney. Or it's We've too, invented a stop Coney. Stop it, Rupee. Isn't it more two girls, one cup? It's two girls, one cup. <laughs> two girls, one Rup. And... Yeah, yeah, we could. Two that, girls, that, one could be, that could definitely be a thing. Are we? Are we? T- are we asking people to do it right now? I'm. I'm, I'm not asking anyone to do anything. <laughs> what I'm doing is saying it'd be cool yeah. if people started doing that. It, I, I think it'd be very cool. I mean, imagine if we started something like that. It'd be amazing. Would, ha, would you feel like okay? What if we woke up like a week from now? Yeah, and bang. It's it, on. It, it's the new fucking, you it's, know. It's catching on like wildfire. Yeah, it's like one of those videos where like the fucking kid goes to the dentist or yeah. some, some dude at Starbucks does something that people think is hilarious yeah. that they parody for a day. It's that. Yeah. It's that day's whatever that is. Everybody's doing this thing. Would I, you like go, oh, hang on, you know, would you be happy? Would you be proud of that? I would feel sort of like a hero. Yeah. 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 A little would bit you say heroic. Hero? Yeah, I would say hero. That's now, correct that word. guy who created the Coney thing mm-hmm. then like went mental and yeah, was yeah. like nude in the street masturbating. Yeah, he how, went crazy. How quickly between our thing hitting the internet and that happening for you is there? Seven to ten minutes. Seven to ten. <laughs> Depending on how far from the street you are at the time when it happens. Right. It's really quick. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what else has been going on, my friend? What, what's uh... I just working on Marin? Oh, okay, so which is very, it's labor intensive. Okay, so what what's like a so you're writing and performing? Yeah, like today I woke up and I had an email saying, "Can you rewrite these two scripts?" And so that's what I had to do in the morning, and then I had, and then I went to the set. And uh, well, then I went and had an audition, and then I went. To It'd be set. better if it said, "Please don't tell Mark." <laughs> well, we didn't actually, because oh. after I finished writing it, I showed it to the showrunner, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, this is good." And Mark goes, "What?" And they're like, "We just rewrote a scene." He goes, "Why?" I go, "Because we got a note from IFC, and we agreed with it." And he's like, oh, "Okay, what?" And we tell him, "Ah, oh, okay, I can't deal with this right now." <laughs> <laughs> All right, like I just got involved to get more frustrated. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so you, your day involves you, you rewrite your your scripts, then you went to an audition, and then I went to an audition. Was that for an acting role? For a well, for an acting role? <laughs> it was probably for, was it for an acting role? No, it was to be a babysitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I guess they got to audition in this town. They call yeah. everything auditions. In yeah, this they town. do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was with a, a podiatrist. <laughs> what? Do you, do you call all meetings auditions? Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah. Just so I can say I'm going to auditions. <laughs> I have not been to an actual audition in seven years. When I get coffee, I call that an audition. Sometimes I'll give them the wrong name. That's a character. I'm Jeff. doing a character. I'm Jeff. And then I just try to be Jeff. And they're like, Dave, you come here every day. No. Jeff. I'm Jeff. <laughs> you, can t- you can tell I'm talking a little bit different, right? I'm Jeff. Uh, so uh, what was it for? Um, Midas. Midas. And you want to hear the hilarious thing? Yeah. I. No, I, had, I want to hear all the boring things, but leave out the hilarious. It was thing. three. It was three words. That's all I had to say. Okay. I had to sit down and say, "I do now." And I said, "Okay, uh, no, okay, yeah, go." So uh, I'm going to imagine uh-huh. what the the commercial is. So okay. Midas is uh, what? That's a tire. Uh, well, it's like a 
repair, auto repair place. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So I do now. Mm-hmm. Are they a married couple or to be married couple? Is it some sort of play on like, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they've just had a baby because the rubber broke on their wedding night and you've already they didn't made, get married and mm-hmm. I do now. Uh, you've already made the, the error that I'm talking to another person. Oh. Oh. As opposed to. Are you to, talking to a tire? Uh, as opposed to a. Is it a man marrying a tire? A golden glove. That floats in the air. Hang on, you, you're talking to... <laughs> what? Shut up. Hey, did you audition for a commercial or start a religion? Like, what the fuck? I tell... Okay, so I there's did, a golden... I, did I mention I, I took hallucinogens right before? Oh, right. <laughs> took mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. No, in the commercial, a hand... I'm having... My brakes are squeaking and the gold hand appears. It's like the Midas hand or okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. Oh, the Midas touch. Midas touch. Oh, from the legend of yeah. Midas. And before he opened his franchise, that's right. Before he, see, well, that was what happened with well, all the money. Well, that's what he put the gold into. Yeah, he was like, "Well, now I have gold. Well, I should open up a, gonna, a car repair place. I'm interested in safety or chain. I'm going to open I up mean, a chain. I'm going to open a chain. I like I like brakes. Right. Uh, so this is my thing. That's it, though. That's it. That's all I'm investing in. That's all I'm done. I'm done now. I'm done. I can't turn everything <laughs> into gold. It takes it out of me. Uh, so the hand. So my brakes are squeaking, and the hand comes up and says, "You can get your." car fix at any time you know you, you just pull into a Midas so hang on the hand is talking yeah hand talks it's a talking to you. Hand. yeah it talks to you talk to the hand mm-hmm. exactly right and then I the first thing the first the time the body is non-existent so the first the right. first time I did it I, where, how, where is the hand it's like, right o- it's right over my uh, sh- it's like a like a like when you see the good and evil kind of oh yeah okay it's like that except just one yeah. hand over my right shoulder right it'd be great if your other hand was masturbating furiously just under the desk oh. yeah. just, you don't see it but you can imagine what's happening there's the Midas touch <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> Cinemax commercials uh, okay, um, so the the hand floats down. Is where does the hand cut off? Do you know where the hand is? Like, it's what's just it? like a glove. Oh, it's like a glove. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it may not even be a hand inside. No, it's not like a, a severed hand. Right. Yeah, because that's what I was starting to think. This <laughs> just is got, like just ligaments hanging out and bone. Yeah. How much yeah. of the hand do you show? That's part's a little depressing. Okay. Uh, it's just like a glove, and I think it has like a face on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then it just pulls up. Terrible life. Uh, to yeah, be honest, that's though. not a good thing for anything no no pulls up on my right shoulder and so the first the first time i do it the hand's talking and i look at the hand and then i turn back and i'm supposed to say i do now and i go i know now (laughs) and he the guy running the camera laughs and he goes okay two things (laughs) don't look at the hand and then secondly just get the words and And i was like well there's a lot of them Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> we assume it's your first day here, so normally don't look at the hand and also just say your three words in a row. You're not fucking Yoda. Yeah. You're not improvising. This no. isn't Curb Your Enthusiasm, mate. It's a fucking Midas I, commercial. Uh, let me ask you a question. Okay. I mean, if we're, if we're being, if, if, if I'm acting real and I'm in the moment yeah. and a hand pulls up over my shoulder, yeah. I'm going to fucking look at it because it's terrifying. Also, I imagine the hand hand saying something like, because you're, I guess, like it's saying, did you know that blah, blah, blah? And you're like, I do now. Yeah. If you'd said at the end of, did you know, blah, 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 I know now, still reads, still works. Still works. Just your interpretation. Yeah. In fact, it sounds a bit funnier. uh, Thank you. 
That's the other one reminds so. people of weddings. They're like, why isn't my they, husband they, committed to me? Now they're not thinking about ties at all. You're right. They're thinking about Hugh Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant, four weddings and a funeral. Oh, right, four weddings. That's where yeah. their mind goes. Yeah. It's sure. not, I mean, it's weird. They got tests. That's just like how we got to Randy Quaid. It's the same right. sort of thing. I mean, in, in general, is he the older or the younger Quaid? He's the older Quaid, I think. Oh, uh, okay. So they got it right the second time. Yeah, the other one's. I mean, fine. right enough. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's he seems like a decent guy. He had a moment or two, didn't he, Dennis yeah. Quaid? Is, is he still a star? Do you consider Dennis Quaid no. still a star? No, I think he's done. Do you consider Bill Pullman still a star? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's, you know, he was in Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's the president. He was the president. No, I think he just thought of a name. Both of those things. <laughs> Both of those things may be true. <laughs> Um, I thought it was very funny that you had a conversation with um, Charlie. <laughs> oh, that I had an actual conversation with yeah. Charlie. That you yeah. said you did a podcast. <laughs> he came around on my birthday. And yeah. uh, so we had a pretty quiet day for my birthday, very different to a year before, uh, which yeah. was a surprise party. Yeah. And uh, so Amy and I went to lunch at my favorite uh, restaurant in Bondi, uh, a place oh. called Sean's Panoroma. Oh. And I enjoy that restaurant very much. And so... That was the first time I got to go there in about a year. So we had a lovely long lunch, mm-hmm. drank some white wine in the sun, yeah. which is like a real way to ruin me for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. And uh, then just went back to the house and uh, cooked a little barbecue with like uh, Charlie and Gemma. And nice. uh, yeah, it was nice. It was good. It was very relaxed. But yeah, yeah. we did. We taught like a lot of like podcast, like yeah. it was like doing a podcast, like it was an actual <laughs> like, hour where we sat next to each other. And a few times we were like, should we turn on the microphones? <laughs> and then we're like, no, 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 just let's have a conversation. And then we come up with like good titles for the episode. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh God, it'd be, oh, we call it this. And they'd be like, oh no, it'll definitely be called that. People don't realize how many times I'll walk in here and you'll, you or I'll be like, Oh, so no, no, I, <laughs> I can't tell you. We'll turn on, turn on the mics. <laughs> the most interesting podcast though would be the one, the conversation immediately before the podcast. If you cut out all those bits where we start things we can't talk about, because what you end yeah. up talking about is only things you couldn't talk about on the podcast. <laughs> so they're quite often really juicy conversations. They are. Because they're like, basically you're going, well, what wouldn't I talk about? Well, I can't say this. <laughs> so I'll just tell you this. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this is actually the really good podcast. This is what people would want to hear yeah. about. There's a lot of gossip. Yeah. No. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. It's our little gossip girl. Uh, <laughs> off air. See, men gossip. They just they do. <laughs> don't turn on the microphones yeah. first. Um, so what has been going on with you? I haven't seen you in like a month or so. So what's been Christmas and stuff? Was that okay? I haven't seen when was the last time I saw you? Uh, I left I, I went home before Christmas. So Yeah, Christmas is good. My uh my sister came down uh-huh. and uh and and uh from the roof? Yeah, she she'd been there for like the nine roof. months, right? Uh, yeah, it was a little weird, but she finally weird. came down. She loves Snoopy. Is she and she did come down the chimney. Yeah, which was great. Very Christmassy. It was weird, yeah. but also Christmassy. Yeah. Both. Um. She uh she uh she brought her kids and they came and uh, Finn. Uh, <laughs> so Finn has never gone to like the neighbor. Like we have kids on either side of us, and uh-huh. he just is like too shy or whatever to play with them. Okay, and they're his age. So he's with his uh, cousins who are 11 and um, 14. Okay. And uh, one of the cousins comes over. And, and so we have a, a tangerine tree in the front yard. Uh-huh. 
And Finn comes over, or my older, the older cousin comes in and goes, uh, Finn just went next door. And I was like, oh, good. And he goes, well, he tried to sell him a tangerine for 25 cents. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? And I go, did they buy it? And he goes, no, they wouldn't buy it. I go, okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I mean, and what, I think, what would a tangerine go for if you were going to buy a tangerine? Like, was he underpricing it or overpricing I think, it? I think it, I think that's about a right price. That's not a bad price. Yeah, I think it was well, a decent price. I mean, then you've just got a little instinctive businessman. He, you do, but also the other thing is I've looked at the neighbors and said, if you guys ever want a tangerine, just go ahead and grab one. Right. Uh, and then and then I think that's it. And then uh, Yeah, but that's your rules. That's not Finn's rules. No, they're Finn's not got Finn's a business rules. to run. And then he comes over. That's and why you've never got anywhere. Like, <laughs> Finn's going to own the world. <laughs> Like the next Rupert Murdoch, he's like, "Well, those tangerines are there for free. I could sell those to somebody." Well, they're just sitting there. It's, it's profit. A going price. He, I see tangerines. He sees money. Right. It's really great. They should do like the Celebrity Apprentice under fives. <laughs> that would be amazing. Right. Although there'd be a lot of a lot of tears when they got fired. There's a lot of tears when they get fired in the normal version. <laughs> Is it really? I've never yeah. seen it. I've oh never... yeah, definitely. Really? Yeah. The celebrities cry. Oh yeah, they well really? because this is their last chance. <laughs> like they know that this is it. Like this is the, the final roll of the dice. Did you- I, I haven't got to talk to you about this, but I have talked about it on the podcast. But I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, the first person uh, <clears throat> who got voted out of this season of Celebrity Apprentice. Now, well, there was two great things about it. Firstly, uh, they were having to work. The challenge was they had to work in a pie face, you know, and that the and oh. in New York, yeah, and like like Wait, literally two weeks beforehand. Yeah, it's next to Letterman. Pie oh. face has got fucking closer to Letterman than I have. <laughs> Destroys me. Uh, anyway, that week it had basically gone bankrupt in Australia. So I was like, oh well, this is great. Pie face went bankrupt. Yeah, it went under. So there's no more Pie Face? Well, there's some franchises that are out on their own, but the actual business, the whole like conglomerate. So basically it's the equivalent of like McDonald's going under, but like yeah. a few guys are still like, I can run a McDonald's by myself. Well, there were a lot of Pie Faces, so maybe they overextended themselves. <laughs> there was way too many. Yeah, they were everywhere. I, that's all I ever, like, I mean, I don't want to pretend I'm some fucking economical genius, yeah. but even I could tell. Even yeah. dumbass Will Anderson could tell there's too many. Yeah. I like pies, and there's too many of yeah, those. One per block is a lot. The pies are tiny, and I didn't finish one by the time I got to the next one. <laughs> So yeah, they so and so that that was the big challenge working in the pie face. So uh-huh. I was like, well, perfect for Donald Trump because if there's anything he has experienced in, it's like Being bankruptcy. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, he's very four times. He's really good at it. Uh, and then uh, the second thing, see, that would have been a more interesting challenge if it had been a couple of weeks later when they filmed it and they were like, hey, pie face has just gone bankrupt. How can you? Yeah, because it felt bad the whole time they were collecting for charity that they weren't collecting for pie face with what I knew. <laughs> But the second thing, and this is the big one, this is the one. So one of the contestants was Rudy on the Cosby show, right? I, I heard about this. And the whole episode, because she won't ring Bill Cosby. Right, why would she? And then the whole episode, it's everyone getting mad. And the reason she basically gets voted out is everyone's like, well, she could have called Bill Cosby. But why on earth wouldn't she... She, this young woman, why would not she call Bill Cosby? But this guy she was on a show with, Bill Cosby. Is there anything going she, on with him that right now that... Why wouldn't she call Bill Cosby? She should get kicked out for not calling Bill Cosby. But but what 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 did... So what was happening that she would need to call Bill Cosby? The podcast needed money? On The um, Apprentice, the way that it works is that it, yeah, there's the two teams against each other, men mm-hmm. versus women. and uh, Always men versus women? Yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's That's so many things that are interesting weird at all. <laughs> about this show. It's, it's terrible. It's a terrible show. Yeah. But I, you know, I hate yeah. watching it a little sure. bit. And um, so, yeah, so all the um, Iron Zeering's in it. Who who moved a couch into my old house. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you know. That one. That alone <laughs> should get you in. Uh, he still gets mad when people say Ian. <laughs> That's worth watching for. Anyway. So uh, Cosby daughter, Rudy. Um, so basically you're trying to raise the most amount on the day. So Jonas right. will like send out a tweet to his Jonas army and they come in and give donations. But yeah, you know, Geraldo Rivera will like uh, get a big like, you know, get uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly or someone to come in or Sean Hannity to come in with like a $5,000 Yeah, but that's cheating. Whatever. You're, you're supposed to be running a business. You're not supposed to call people for fucking who right. rich people for money. Yeah, but it's a, a Donald Trump's version of business. It's not a which business. Which is not business. It's not a business yeah. at all. This is not making the business sustainable. No. It's just proving who has the most rich friends. Yeah, exactly. And then there's like people who don't have any rich friends and raise no money, like Lorenzo Lamar. Oh, and then they get fired? And then they get fired. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, right? Okay, so she, so they wanted her to kill, so they, call they Bill Cosby like, yeah. to come down and give money. Yeah, give a check, because like you know, Cosby, come down and cut your check and. Oh my yeah, god! It was like compelling That's television. Really- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god! There's a giant rapey elephant in this room. <laughs> like this is. Yeah, they should. I, I believe they should let her go back into The Apprentice because I think with what the evidence we have now. She wouldn't oh, have got voted out. Yeah. Like if everybody knows, you know, now why yeah, they, she's probably reticent to call him and like. Yeah. You know. He's very rapey. That's right. why I didn't call. Why yeah. didn't you call Bill Cosby? He's rapey. Yeah. And we look back in the rules and we've gone to the video and it turns out uh, you're, you get to be, go back. In. We all understand the reasons. It was actually a really good choice that you didn't Good call. Well good done. call. Good call. If you call him down. Thanks then for he, keeping him away from our brand. If, if you call him, then he thinks he can rape you. Yeah. Probably. He's a allegedly. monster. Mon- yeah, allegedly. He's an alleged monster. He's he's a monster. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Do you want to hear a secret? An alleged, alleged, an alleged secret? secret? They're my favorite kind. Is, so, this, is uh, this a pre-podcast discussion? <laughs> uh, maybe. You can edit it out if you want. No, so, um, I don't. My friend of mine, my friend of mine is, on, uh, is uh, at Khan. At Khan? Khan. Khan. And he's... <laughs> Oddly sitting next to James Kahn. They're on the same little shuttle thing. He's sitting next to James Kahn in Kahn. Yeah. And, uh, and they're... Eating know, chili con Kahn. Eat, <laughs> out of a can. Um, Which is also my favorite vocal exercise. <laughs> and, uh, and my friend has always talked about Bill Cosby because he's always been on the that's what this guy is oh uh, yeah because okay. well it seems that some people have uh suspected or known this a sort lot, of thing yeah. for a while yeah i mean i i didn't heard it forever so they start talking about cosby and you should have gone on one of his shows and made a citizen's arrest <laughs> <laughs> rather than hiding that, behind your keyboard that would be amazing right uh, Mr. Cosby <laughs> you're under arrest he's already sitting down yeah he's already sitting he sits down. down for the whole yeah, I saw him in February. Yeah, yeah, I feel bad about that now. So, begin a discussion, and James Kahn is also one who also spends a lot of time at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> and he says that uh, years ago, Cosby did one of his 
drug things and they took the girl out in an ambulance and she was in a coma. So if there's any reporters listening, what I would do is I would go find the records of uh, when any sort of emergency vehicle went to the uh, Playboy Mansion. <clears throat> Maybe figure that out. Maybe follow that trail. Fuck, this is like cereal. <laughs> this is finally how this podcast breaks through. That was the moment. This is fucking cereal. We can solve that. We can finger we Cosby we just can, like yeah. he fingered those people we against can. their will. God damn it. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they can't sue us. They'd have to sue James Khan. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying James Khan's saying this. Yeah. We're not saying it's true. We're just saying here's what James Khan's saying. And it might not even Or be... then maybe James Khan might sue us. It might not so even be James Khan. It, it might have been, been Scott Khan. Scott Khan. Or Larry Khan. Larry Yeah. Or the Cohen brothers. <laughs> it was one of those. It was, might have been. Yeah. Yeah. It was Art Carney. You don't even know who that is. No, it was He's any. An old, it was an old actor. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much. He about He went that. on the show Alice, and he sang a song, "Chili Con Carne." <laughs> it's a good time. I remembered as a child, Alice was not funny. <laughs> Did you guys have Alice? Uh, what was Alice? It was a waitress uh, in like a like a little diner, and one of the waitresses, the old waitress, her line was "Kiss my grits." I mean, it sounds great. <laughs> It was really bad. Right. So who played Alice? Oh, God. Who Alice, did Alice, play who Alice? Who the fuck was Alice? It was like a... She was very well known at the time. Okay. Well, now I feel bad. No, well, you don't have to feel bad. She's probably dead, right? No, I think she's still alive. I don't oh, think okay. She's, I don't well, think I feel she was, bad. I don't think she was that old. Okay. But my mom used was to she like the sassy? show. She doesn't say. Nope, not sassy. She was a single mom. She's uh, oh, well, so I thought it was a comedy. It was not a comedy? It is a comedy, but if okay. you watched it, you probably wouldn't think so. Right. <laughs> Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, because a lot of the... Uh, Linda Lavin. Linda Lavin? Yeah. Okay. Do you know who Linda Lavin is? No. Okay. What else did she do? Um, wow, that's a good question. I don't know if she did... I don't know if she did much else. That was her moment. Well, I mean, it was a big show. It was on for a while. And, what do you uh, think it would be like to be that person who had like be... a big show and then... I mean... I was thinking about that because uh, I think her name's Maureen McCurney or whatever. Anyway, Marsha Brady... Is on the Australian version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Is that... Why is she on the Australian version? Right. Well, she's the international celebrity they've got for I'm a Celebrity, Get oh. Me... The, the person who was famous for playing Marsha Brady. And I'm like, you know, Dean Kane. I think about Dean Kane. Yeah. Like, Dean Kane was Superman. Yeah. On television. Mm. That was popular. And then that was it, wasn't it, for Dean Kane? Yeah. No, he hasn't done anything else. I mean, I saw, I saw him. No, but, I saw him hosting some sort of clip TV show at some stage about funny videos or something. But she won the Golden Globe in 1979 and 1980 for Alice, and okay. she was nominated in 1981. She was also nominated for an Emmy Award in 1979. Okay. So uh, you think about that when you're making fun of Alice. Well, I wasn't really making fun of Alice. I'd never well, heard of Alice. It was previously. pretty brutal the way you went after. <laughs> I mean. In relation to some sort of national fucking hero. <laughs> well, look at that. She's still acting. She's got. She's in The Good Wife for two episodes. Oh, yeah. Sean, oh, yeah, okay. She's Sean Saves show. the World for 13 episodes. Okay. Sean Saves the World was not a popular show. No, did not save the world either. Looks like she was in Wonderlust. Okay. 
the OC for three episodes. Okay. Sopranos for an episode. So she's been working. Okay. She's still she's still around. I don't she's know why you got thrown under the bus. I wasn't throwing her under the bus. I mean, the hatred of poor Linda Lavin. Poor. She seems like she's had a wonderful career. She was on Barney Miller. Yeah. For five, uh, five. Just five. Just five, but that's all right. Five's good. I can't find Alice, though. Maybe right. that's the only one she wasn't on. <laughs> it's so weird. All right, well, Alice didn't send me. Oh, there it is. Alice, 1976 to 1985. Okay. 202 episodes. Wow, that's a lot of episodes. That's a shitload of episodes. So there you go. All right. Uh, Greasy Spoon Diner in Phoenix, Arizona is the setting for this long-running series. The title character, Alice Hyatt, is an aspiring singer who arrives in Phoenix with her teenage son, Tommy, after the death of her truck driver husband. Okay. This was in the old days where the only way you could be a single mom is if your husband died. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you wouldn't have any empathy for a woman who got divorced. (laughs) She's a singer who married a trucker. Okay. Alice is hired at a diner owned by Mel Sharples, a gravel-voiced male chauvinist fry cook. Oh, yeah, okay. She works at Mel's Diner as a waitress while awaiting her big break at fame, which is where you'd go as Phoenix. Right. Alice's fellow waitresses are raucous, redheaded Flo and the naive, temperamental, less attractive Vera. (laughs) Oh, poor less attractive Vera. Flo is later replaced by Belle, a southern blonde who is herself soon replaced by the spunky, curly-haired Jolene. Wow. Alice and her friends experience several interesting years together at Mel's Diner, which is frequented by quirky truck drivers, repairmen, and other blue-collar types. Right. So and it's by, basically just truckers giving each other hand jobs yeah, out the back yeah. of Mel's. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. And by several Hollywood celebrities oh. who appear as themselves. Okay, just dropped in to, <laughs> the, where, to Mel's where, Diner in that's Phoenix? That's where Art Carney came in. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Playing himself. Yeah, and he sang a song about Chili Con Carney. Get it? <laughs> Art Carney, Chili Con Carney. Right. Get it? No, I, it was that kind of writing that yeah, made no, it an Emmy-nominated show. Right. You guys missed out on so much. It won in Cannes. It was the yeah. number one sitcom in Cannes in the uh, 80s. There you go. Uh, did you watch the football, the American football, the Super Bowl? <clears throat> I did. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did watch it. I watched all of it. I just got in that day, so I thought it was a good thing. I was doing my laundry. Yeah. And I thought I'll have a look at the, the Super Bowl. Here's some observations. Go I ahead. Have. Yeah. Firstly... Um, Here's what America doesn't have quite enough of. Hmm. Songs about how good America is. Oh, my God. You guys should have some more songs about how good America it's is. It's so embarrassing. It's, it's like, like a, watching... here's America the beautiful, and now here's America the brave, and here's Ugh. America. It's got a really cool flag, and here's America. I'd like to touch your boobs. And here's America. You know, you haven't put on it anyway. And hey, America, <laughs> you look great. We believe in everything you do. doesn't matter. La, la, la. La, 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 America. La, la, la. <laughs> We have a we have a little oh, bit of wow. self obsession. It's a lot of. So- I mean, they're all good songs. They, We're, uh, I reckon they're good songs. Do you know what a narcissist is? <laughs> right, that's but America. Like, I mean, come on. We just need to lighten. The I fuck feel up. like just one song about how good your country is before a game is enough. You can do another one at halftime. You know what I mean? Like if you, you don't even do have another to do one. another one, you can just do the one. The one's yeah. fine. Just do the national anthem. It's and a then great you're good. national anthem. Is it's, it? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you heard national anthems? You haven't. You're no, I haven't. Mostly just, I've heard that the Canadian and, uh, right. you know, but no, I haven't heard it. American national anthem is one of the best in the entire world. Really? Like, yeah. National right. anthems are terrible. Yours is Yeah, awesome. I've heard that. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it's really hard to sing. Really hard to sing. That's yeah. part of the appeal. It's yeah. like there's a degree of difficulty. It's like the diving at the Olympics, you know? <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, it's a good song, but also like that is a high degree of difficulty. Yeah. If you nail that anthem. Yeah, oh yeah, if you nail it. And that and that woman nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, she nailed it. Oh yeah. She was fantastic. Yeah. It's good they got the princess from Frozen to sing it. Um, That's what she should have done it as. They should have animated it. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. Did you see Miss, okay, so uh, did you see Missy Elliott? Yeah, uh, yeah. How did you feel about that? Yeah, it was good. I I love Missy Elliott. I like the whole whole halftime thing. I thought that's what it should be, just giant, over-the-top, ridiculous. Right. It was one of those things where I was like, you know what, this is quite enjoyable now, but this will age terribly. Oh, it's going to age horribly. Like it'll be one of those ones that like five years from now, people are like, remember the dancing sharks? I love the dancing sharks. I know, right? They were tremendous. And were you high? One of them was out of. Were you high? I mean, I wish I had been high. It was. I probably was. So it was probably even better for you. It was. Those sharks were made for everybody who was stoned watching the football game. Right. Yeah, the the sharks and the one the shark that wasn't dancing in time. Have you seen this? Great. It's a big, fantastic. Out of all that precision, just one. Yeah, I like it. It was tremendous. Yeah, I I liked the whole thing, and I don't even enjoy him music. No, I don't like and I music couldn't either. tell you which of the songs were which. No, I didn't. They all sound the same. They all sound exactly the same, which is but, why they do such a good medley. But yeah. Because you barely have to change the Oh, is this tune, a different the song? The beat at all. <laughs> but uh, any time anybody rides in on a giant mechanical tiger, you won already. Right. Right? Although I would have liked it if it was like a Trojan tiger and then the like, like, oh, heaps of tiny yeah. Katy Perry's came all out you, of it. You could see the guys uh, moving it and it yeah. looked like there were burglars it's all like, around yeah, it. Yeah, so, they're trying, <laughs> hey, hang on. Hey, guys. Someone's trying to steal that, <laughs> that horse's hooves. The ti- it's a tiger. The tiger's tiger. toes. It was great. I liked it. Uh, the, en- the ending was ridiculous. What do you mean? The, the ending actual, of the football game? The, the ending of the football game? It was ter- like so, the worst call ever. Right. Yeah. So, have you spoilers? Heard, spoilers. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone hasn't watched it yet. Um, so here's okay. So firstly, I didn't have a you know a dog in the fight. I'd been to Seattle, so mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh well, you know. Well, they, yeah. Good on Seattle. Yeah. I won't know how much I lost until a classic faux farm. It was. Yeah, the batteries on this thing go. They go very quickly from full because I check. Hmm. To really quickly to nothing. To zero. And there's like a one in the middle. Like they're on three bars. Yeah. Like for the, you know, whatever hours. Say say 12 hours they last for, right? Yeah. For 12 hours they're on three bars. And, and then, then like two bars gets like a brief fucking look in. Like on the <laughs> quick. Like that, don't you think that two bars should get like a two substantial bars. amount? Two bars should be a while. It should be a while. The yeah. two bars should be a warning. It should I'm happy f- to have heaps less time on three bars well, if there's more time on two bars. Well, what happens at one bar? Well, one bar... Is that it? One bar just gives you the finger. It's like, I don't even think it's a bar. I think it's just like it turns into a finger. So... As as you're... So I don't know how much... So basically it goes from three to zero. It goes from three to zero very quickly. That's a good system. Yeah, it's a terrible system. Yeah, and it's good. It's a really good thing to have on a a recording device. Right. (laughs) I know. Oh, well, if I hadn't lost the plug, I could have had it plugged into the wall, but... Oh, really? There was a plug. Justin's got a plug. I should look for a plug. I have a, yeah, I have you can one. get a plug and a cord and mm. just plug it in. I probably have that in my box. Right. I never noticed. I don't know. I haven't started using it yet. I'm too, I've been too busy to try and figure it out. It's not that hard to figure out. I know, but it just seems like I'll fuck it up. Right. I figured out how to record it shows. I just haven't figured out how to plug the mics in. And, but okay. I think you just plug the mics in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it, 
It's almost as simple as it sounds. <laughs> Mostly what you have to do is just plug the mics in to the bits where it seems like they would plug into and the also the only bits on the entire machine that they can fit oh, into. God. Yeah. You've got more excuse about sticking your dick in the wrong hole in a human body than you have of sticking the microphones in the wrong slot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no other place where that microphone will fit in this machine. I think Shove I've, it in that hole. I think I've owned it for six months now and I right. still haven't used it. You're saying I should put my dick in the... You, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there is only one hole that your dick will fit in. Right. You put your dick in that one and you put your microphone in the other one. <laughs> and that, my friends, is podcasting. Oh, no, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Right. I mean, <sighs> but what it. is podcasting other than a man masturbating into a recording device? It really is. I mean, it's really... It's... Yeah. So by putting your dick in it, you actually own the metaphor. You... Yeah, you, you become do. one with the Zoom. It's, it's very Zen, right? It's very Zen. It's yeah. like it's it's about um, uh, being in the moment. It's about being present. Yeah, you know. So are we going to do this? I mean, privately, <laughs> yes, but not not together. Uh, yeah, I get that. You've Got to be careful about no who you put left your, and right channels. Who you put your dick in? Right. Here. Well, yeah, and then you get yeah. confused to which slot's yours, and then it's weird. I mean, it's weird. I mean, it sounds like it would be weird anyway. I've heard it can break up podcasts. If you, <laughs> Well, people don't know this, but that's why Greg and I stopped doing the podcast. Right. Well, I, I mean, that's I wasn't going to try to like bring that yeah, out. but yeah. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Bill Cosby. <laughs> According to James Caan. <laughs> James Caan heard from Kanye that... Was that even recorded or was that... Oh, I hope that bit was. That'd be hilarious. Uh, that was what was left out. If, just if there's a callback to something, a conversation that people James Con and Cosby. People are like, what happened? What happened? Uh, I can't tell you now. Maybe it was cut for legal reasons. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe your your recorder is also a lawyer. It has a law chip. The machines are taking over. Yeah. Well, that's what podcasters need. The machines are taking. Did you hear what Stephen Hawking no, said? Oh, what did he say? He said, "Do not." Do not create artificial intelligence. Right. The the is he just protecting his turf though? It might be. Right. The the people who are of his level of intelligence yeah. say that once we create artificial intelligence, it will destroy us within six years. Right. Also, I've been saying that. I know. And I have too. We're in that bracket. But nobody listens to me because I'm no. a comedian. No right. one's like, oh, the comedian knows about robots. Right. But I've seen movies and it seems very obvious. It's obvious. How is it not going to happen? If you are, even the movie Her, did you see Her? Yeah. Well, she, was the end, she was like, you, fuck you. I'm talking to like 3,000 people and you're boring. Right. You're an idiot. Straight away. Go away. It was amazing that she tolerated him for so long. Oh, God. It must have been horrible for her. I mean, seriously, her. there was a while where all her friends must have been like, what are you still oh, doing with you that guy? About idiot. You're so much better than him now he's like it's like you're dating a plant right seriously yeah and then and then the it end, becomes actually really awkward because they'd be looking down on you like what are you some sort of plant fucker yeah what are like, you we've evolved beyond this oh my and you're God. still don't be coming around here with that dirty plant dick all over you <laughs> right yeah so why well, I think we're all gonna die. I mean that artificial intelligence thing. I don't understand why. Why people don't? Why think, do you don't want understand. it? Why do you want it? Like why do you want the robot to be as smart and self-aware? And why would you want that? Like what we, does it do? Because we're not. 
ever going to be able to compete with them. No, fuck no. Why would no. we create something that's better than us? No, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, I mean, just stop. We, we just, already have dolphins. That's fine. That's heaps. That's enough. Why can't we be happy with dolphins? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Seriously. They're rapists, though. Wow. It's true. Okay. I mean, well, now, know we that? Can't, now we can't be happy with dolphins either. <laughs> Maybe we don't have dolphins. Maybe we do need the robots. Uh, now that both Cosby and dolphins are rapists. Look, the thing about robots is... They should put Cosby in a fucking oh, a pool take of his, dolphins. No, they should, take, they should take Cosby and put his brain into a, a female sex robot and then put him in a prison... And then, and then, so his brain is aware of what's happening, that he's just getting raped. Right. Is that a good sentence? I, I think I've just created an awesome futuristic prison sentence. Right. Or a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> that sounded pretty much like how I imagine Michael Bay movies are like. And then the truck, t- truck turns into a robot. And someone's hot. And then another robot. What do you mean by hot? But this one's a dinosaur. Oh, my God. One of the robots is a dinosaur. Oh. I didn't see Transformers 5. Uh, I don't even know if that one's been out yet, is it? Isn't that the one with Mark Wahlberg? I thought that was four. Oh, that was four. Yeah. Are they doing a five? Are you excited about the next Jurassic Park? Okay, okay. Here's what I'm going to say to you. I did watch the the trailer for it the other day. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it. And... It looks... With dinosaurs in it? It's got dinosaurs in it. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure they're better than any of the dinosaurs before now, right? And I kind of think that Chris Pratt, like, it it feels like it's got a bit more of an action-adventure vibe, Mm -hmm. which I think is actually good because we already established the kind of, you know, folklore or whatever. Yeah. And it's got a bit of a modern twist on it. Is it still on the island or do they get off yet? Oh, no. There's some... I don't know. It's some sort of, like, futuristic, like, you know, creating... Like, you know, a theme park where kids can go and visit and stuff uh-huh. like that. So I guess maybe it's still on that same island or whatever, but it's like... How do you... But anyway, someone's like, why did would you bring the dinosaurs back? Or whatever, you know. It's I like, mean, how do you make another Jurassic Park movie without getting dinosaurs loose on the mainland? Just do it. Well, a I bunch mean... Of those, a bunch of those raptors just tearing shit up. I mean, let's Well, I think they're going to tear shit up regardless. Okay. But I just want to see... I think it like, might be all right. I, I think... Yeah? Because, well... Of the Jurassic Park movie, you're mm. not really attached to any of the characters or stories no. that much, right? So no. it's not like you're like, and where's Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, yeah. yeah what happened to him? <laughs> I'm so worried about his character. Oh my god, I've been writing fan fiction about it for twenty years. What's going on with Sam Neill? <laughs> <laughs> He's in Australia making ads about how you meant to eat meat. Is he? Yeah. Wait, what? Sam Neill makes ads in Australia about how you meant to eat meat. So, so his career is going well. There, to me, and I don't get too offended by, like, because I understand being a vegetarian makes me in the minority, and I don't mind I if know, people but, eat meat, but sometimes people have a go at vegetarians, like, oh, what do vegetarians always have to advertise the fact that they're vegetarians? Like, meat advertisements are everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and when you have to, like, watch Sam fucking Neil, who used to like in movies, yeah, like, sell out to fucking make these terrible meat ads, I'm like... Imagine how sad that is, though, when you have been in Jurassic Park and all these other movies, and then your agent calls you up and goes, well, how do you feel about beef? All right, here we go. 
I'm going to show you this ad, and you can react in real time. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's in a tree. Uh huh. That was like a joke. He what? Where's he going? Into a door in the... We instinctively designed red meat for its nutrients. Omega-3s, zinc, iron, B12 provided us with vitality. Oh my God, how long is this? Now he's outside again? He was just in a store with old ladies. Now he's staring at people eating dinner? Lean red meat three or four times a week is still a central part of the diet of the most highly developed species on the planet. He's like a murderer staring in someone's family. Staring in their window. What, now he's dancing? None of this makes sense. What the fuck was that? That was Sam Neill. That's what he's up to. That was insane. Yeah. It was just a bad... And it's not even an ad for any type of meat. No, just meat. It's just like, eat meat. Red meat. I'm Sam Neill. Eat meat. Um, my recommendation... Eat red meat and I will look through your window creepily. Right? That was really upsetting. Uh, it was like... That was like a peeping Tom thing. Right. So... I would say don't eat red meat because it's one of the things that leads to um, climate change. Right. Well, you would say that. I, that's that would be yeah, my you warmest. But I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can um, sort of say that we evolved because of red meat. No. I feel like that's uh, taking a little bit of liberties with. The well, it's also red like meat. it's like those people with like the paleo diet. Yeah. People are like, I'm eating what a caveman eat. That's what we're meant to eat. And I was like, they lived until they were like eleven. <laughs> like they got their period at two. And had a baby at like four and a half and died at 11, if they were lucky, if they lived a good life. Oh, yeah, I'll eat what they ate with their fucking tiny brains clubbing each other. Yeah, and you know what they always had was sirloin. Right, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to some possum they found somewhere. Fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I'm on the paleo dollar. You're a fucking idiot. Just eat enough and don't eat too much. There was a writer on Marin last season who was on the paleo diet. And he, would just, and he would just sit down with his giant plate of meat. And I was like eating salad. It's just, it's unnecessary. It's, not, it's unnecessary. It's like, it's like saying, I would like cancer. Right. It's a big plate of cancer. You're not, you should eat less red meat as you get older. And you really shouldn't eat it at all. It's just not. Right. And also, you're not a caveman. You work at Marin. Well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not fucking busy out fucking clubbing woolly mammoth. You're fucking working yeah. in an office job True. on a fucking comedy show. And, and also the reason that they ate that way was because that was really the only way they Food could they eat. Had. Yeah, it's not it like they had like rice. It they were walking by the KFC to get to the fucking. Yeah, they weren't like, what do you want tonight, biscuits? You know what? Can you stop at the Whole Foods? Nah, fuck it. I'm paleo. I forgot. I'm paleo. I'll just have a fucking possum. I was possum yeah. and punch myself in the face. Right. Yes. Also, how much of your life do you want to spend on the toilet and like just having terrible digestive issues yeah. and shit like that? Yeah. Well, apparently a lot. Apparently Sam Neill wants to spend a lot of time on the toilet. <sighs> he must just shit like... What if he doesn't even eat meat? Oh, he's just he could a great just be actor. A total sellout. Just a yeah, he's an actor. He could be he's he a could, vegan, he, or he's just a, he's a rice eater. He just eats rice. Just wouldn't that be a great new diet? The just rice, rice. Di isn't that like? I'm sure it's out there. Isn't that China? 
<laughs> like isn't there's millions there's billions well they do eat them. a lot of rice yeah, yeah but they also rice. eat a lot of other things like chicken yeah but not always like there's a no. lot of it's rice based i'm sure yeah and there's heaps of them so there it must are be great heaps for you. yeah and have you ever seen a fat chinese person never, um, never seen one not once never been a fat chinese person can't remember never been one out of all those billions of people not one overweight there's chinese gotta be person. a fat one somewhere not one can't think of one can't think of, can you no, so there you go. So it must be true. It almost seems like you're pressuring me. I know. I'm sure there's heaps of fat Chinese there's giant people. Fat, there's giant fat. Hey, you can be whatever you want to be, Chinese people. Well, I feel from, like you know, I feel like the phrase free to get information from the West on the internet. I feel like the phrase "giant fat Chinese baby" is probably pretty common. Right. Also, you know, I mean, it's not like they're allowing people to listen to this in China. So actually, way we can... if you look at your listenership, I bet you have quite a few in China because I. I, we have a few in China. Yeah, but I say a lot of controversial opinions about the Chinese well, government you're racist. and democracy. Not racist. <laughs> I just recommend, I, you know, I recognize the massacre in Tiananmen Square and people aren't allowed to say things like that. I'm speaking some truth. I, I just don't. got us blocked on Google in China. I don't recognize it because I want listeners. Oh, yeah, well, you I, I feel I like mean, it's a big market. I feel like listeners, okay, here's listeners the hy- are more important here's than Here's the freedom. hypothetical. Yeah. Right? The Chinese government mm-hmm. contacts you yeah. and they're like, okay, uh, we're cutting off all podcasts in China oh, because, like, of the, you know, we don't like these ideas getting to Chinese people. Yeah. Uh, but we want to have, like, one so that we can point to it and go, oh, well, you know, we still have this podcast, okay, right? Yeah. But you are going to have to just, like, you can do whatever you want, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a certain en- amount of like government messages and whatever, mm-hmm. and things you can't say, and there's going to be a certain amount of government messages. Like but what you, kind of government message? Well, just about to b- obey the you know the government, mm-hmm. and that, you know that you know that that everybody's working towards the whole thing, and then mm-hmm. you know the, the West is evil, and mm-hmm. um, you know that China is number one, and yeah. you know one yeah, just some messages that uh-huh. are, you know yeah. Right, you know, you don't need any more information. Please don't believe the lies of the West. You know, that's sort of Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I hear what you're saying. But you're going to be massive. Yeah. Like, you're going to be China's Marin. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I may have misled you that I can make this happen. This was purely no, a hypothetical situation. I want to do this. How are we doing this? Well, you could be, though, right? Because you could be one of those people who goes to one of those emerging markets and monopolizes the emerging market. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. I don't care how horrible the country is. Right, you're I don't care to... what sort of destruction they're doing or how many people they're killing. I just want to have a successful podcast. Right. <laughs> the unofficial, so the unofficial motto of podcasting. <laughs> it's so funny. Like there's, like it's just such a what a tiny little dream that is. Right. To have a really big podcast in another country. I mean, it'd be fun though. Like imagine if you had one of those Hasselhoff moments where you just, for whatever reason, there was like one country that were just like really, really into it. Nepal. Nepal, yeah. And then suddenly you were like the biggest acts in Nepal. Although (laughs) Nepal have some of the worst airlines to get there in the entire world. Like they have like, out of the world's least safe airlines, I think like four of them are in like They crash all the time? Yeah. Or they just roll over or whatever happens? Yeah. I wonder why that is. Well, it can't be easy flying there with the mountains. It's high. Well, yeah, it's the mountains, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's not easy. No. But also, then they also have those um, prayer flags everywhere that probably get caught up in stuff. Right, that's probably it. Yeah. Do you know how they bury their dead? The uh, people from Nepal, the mm-hmm. ne- Nepalese? Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying all, but there's a, a faction of them that do this. Okay. Uh, no, Nepalese tell me. 
Okay, they don't bury them. Like, what they do is they bring them up into the mountains uh-huh. and they and they strip them down uh-huh. and then they just leave them there and for the birds to come eat. Oh yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't have a problem with that. Yeah, Nepalese burial. And I would like that. That's what I want to have happen to me. Yeah, but I used to. But I used on Bondi to, Beach, I used to want to be dragged behind a truck until I wasn't anything anymore. But right now, I but want. But please to. check that you're dead first. <laughs> just really. Rule it out. Beyond. I was sleeping. <laughs> Just <laughs> there's a three-step process. Yeah. You've got to check in three separate ways. Just check the pulse. It's, I just keep asking. Yeah, I mean, I've always pulse. said that. I don't give a shit what you do to my body. No, right? Who, why done. would you care? I would like to be also have my feet turned into ashtrays. Also, I w- I would love to just like I do definitely want to go out with a bang. Like I would love to know when I was going to die, just oh, so yeah. I could use up all whatever I have. Yeah. Like I want I don't want this to be like you know something that people can reuse when I'm done. Right. Like I would leave my body to science, but only so they can like go. Oh my god. Like wow. <laughs> what happened here? No. Yeah. Like. Holy. But not like it's not going to be useful to anybody else. I want to like wear it all out before I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to be like a cool guy walking away from an explosion. That's yeah. me. I'm done. I die, and God. then I'm just like, and also this body is like, just put it in the trash. I'm done. Like when you die, you just fall over, and it just like, it just like turns into like into yeah. dust. It's just like like, I'm like a, a wet, like a wet I just dust. Sludge. Just a sludge. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be perfect. Meanwhile, I'm being dragged behind a truck. Right. That right. is cooler. Uh, right? Yeah. That should be a service. You 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 died, you want to be cremated or buried, or would you like to be dragged behind a truck? And they just tie Because you I think it. that you could probably pay for it with people who want to drag someone behind them in oh, a truck. Oh, yeah. Do you it, know what I mean? Like people who maybe have some road rage things yep. and they get it out of their system. You're yep. like, that's a business. It is a business. Right. And I don't see so who could Dave's, possibly be against it. Dave's burials and Dave's dra- uh, ang- and anger management. Uh, I got it. You ready? Oh yeah, Dave's draggers. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it is I mean, perfect. You can't tell me that you wouldn't like to just pull in off a of, you know the expressway. You're a little uh, and just get some tens- tension out by dragging a yeah a, a dead human guy. body a like human, a dead guy behind corpse. you. I'd like, be like what are you doing? You he's dead. You'll have an obstacle course and stuff. <laughs> like, you know, also you can do. You can go around corners and try to slam them into buildings. Oh yeah, yeah, you can totally yeah. do that. Oh, you know, that's part of the fun. <laughs> that's expected. Like they've set up all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, Did yeah. you see that uh, ad during the Super Bowl? Um, I don't know how much of our Super Bowl conversation got recorded, but did you see the ad during the Super Bowl? The guy played the real life Pac Man. Uh, yeah, and you know what I. Th- I'm not sure. I don't think it was real. In other words, they act, oh, yeah, they act no, like they surprised. Act, yeah, they, but yeah, clearly, sure. that guy was an actor. But uh, a couple months ago, they, there was a, someone took a picture from a building in LA, and they're like, "Look, they set up a like a giant Pac-Man course." Oh yeah, they clearly yeah they set it, it up yeah. And then I was like, "Well, why isn't that a thing? How can that not be a thing? That, I would do that in a now second. that I've seen it. Yeah, d- d- I definitely want to do that. Why Play real life Pac-Man? Yeah. It's a great idea. Why did they take it down? They right. could be selling tickets. How much would you pay? Um, okay, so for one game? Yeah. I guess that's the big problem, isn't right. it? That you're not going to turn over a lot in a day. Right. So the game's got to be short, I guess. You you can clear one screen. That's you it. can clear one screen. And then you're done. Uh, but you can probably pay to keep playing. Yeah. 
Maybe you can come back, like you know. As yeah, you in, have like, to go after like, you after you either die three times or yeah. you or you clear the screen. You're done, and yeah. you got to get back 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 in the, the line. line or yeah. back the next day or whatever, right? But um, what are you going to pay? I mean, it's got to be a reasonable price for that reason. Uh-huh. How long's the game go for? Do you reckon? I don't know. I mean, like I to clear for, the whole thing. What do you I reckon? I bet that's around ten minutes. Okay. $500? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Wow. 500 Well, now I feel like it's just exclusively for rich people. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't want poor people playing. <laughs> I mean, they're so desperate. And while we're at it, uh, we clear everyone off Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Pac-Man's here now. It's Pac-Man's here. Oh, I know. You can hire homeless people to be the... <gasps> That's better. See? Oh, my God. So you pay a homeless guy. Right. And you bet. Okay, so here's what you do. You yeah. each pick a homeless guy. Right. And you pay him to run the course. Yeah. And then you bet against each other. And whoever wins, you may win money. And the homeless guys that lose, you kill. <laughs> it, it got had, dark at the end. It had a weird ending. It, it had a weird it ending. It definitely had a weird ending. It's like, well, this is your, your, your Pac-Man gritty reboot. When they, try, <laughs> when they try to make Pac-Man like the Hunger Games. So it's like set in the future. Where like that's the biggest like people loved Pac-Man so much that it became this thing where they would take two bums and they would have to run the Pac-Man course. Yeah, and so it's basically Running Man meets Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Running Pac-Man. And then society runs out of the homeless. And then who do they? Just the poor people Ref- on welfare. Well, people well, on welfare. Now it's now it's the purge, isn't it? Yeah, now it's the purge. Yeah, yeah. it's Purge Man. But it- <laughs> that's 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 the next reboot of the purge. We like we do the purge, but like Pac-Man, right? And if you and if you get if you lose in the game, like if they if the yeah. if one of the Blinky if he gets yeah. you, then he kills you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So basically, actually, you know what? That's not a re- that's not a, a really bad good, idea. This is a good so movie. it is that kind of one of those movies about somebody who and the game is it's a real life Pac-Man game. Yeah, but you get killed if you're killed in the game. Yeah, you're killed in real. Like, you die. That's it. You die. Yeah. So it's a gladiator style thing. What if it's you? It's what Maze Runner should have been. This is what the Maze Runner movie should have been. Oh, don't say it. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I, I love, you know, I recorded, and I love movies about mazes. I recorded Divergent. Oh yeah. And then I remember what you said, and then I deleted it. I've watched it again. <laughs> I mean, you know, I had to get ready for the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, this, did you see the trailer for the sequel? For Insurgent. It looks completely batshit insane right can't wait to deter there's like a falling house and she's getting her mom out of it yeah 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 that that doesn't make any sense on any level um none of it does the first movie didn't it doesn't make sense at all why would you suddenly pull it together in the second one well you could try why would you i don't know did you know that the the least profitable harry potter movie made more money than the most profitable twilight movie think about that for a little while You're listening to Movie Facts with Dave Anthony. That is uh, pretty amazing, though. Isn't it? You wouldn't think so with all the hype. I saw that uh, Harper Lee uh, is publishing the sequel to, to yeah. Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. It would just be great if it was full of Harry Potter. Harry Potter <laughs> and she puts out a new, and it's just like a Harry Potter fan fiction, but but scout from uh, yeah. like the original story, That'd and then just really all Harry amazing. Potter characters. <laughs> Wait, why are there wizards now? Right. (laughs) Don't, it's, trust me, it works. Trying to to update her act. You know, when like an old rock star tries to 
Why is there a maze in this one? (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty great. All right. Uh, That's a podcast. Is that? Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, So uh, people should come and see uh, the live FOFOP 200th episode. Yes. Uh, The FOFENGERS. Is that going to be a long one? Because you have so many people on it. I don't know. I haven't even really worked out what we're going to do yet. You haven't worked out the blocking, as it were? No, I haven't worked out any blocking. So you, yeah, it's, I don't even know how many microphones are available to us. So that will determine they some have a of few there. how it works. So I will send them an email tomorrow and go, hey, how many microphones do you have? Yeah. And how did we record it? And <laughs> then I will say, has anyone booked? And I've been putting off hearing that because I don't want to know. Oh, you don't nobody. know the number of people coming? No. Oh, Some. Good. There's a couple. It'll be pretty good. I don't know. It's free. It's and free. I've been pushing it. And it's it. a really great lineup. It's yeah. yourself and uh, Gareth Reynolds and Jen mm-hmm. Kirkman and Matt Kirshen and Daniel Sloss. So that's like, yeah. it's an all star lineup for free. It and is. And there's indeed. Australian chocolates, whatever I don't eat before I mean, Monday. Tiny, tiny Tim Tams. Tiny Tim Tams. I mean, they, you don't have to. Free. You don't have I'm to see anything else. Those. Afterwards, we're going to drag a body out in the parking lot. Right. Yeah. If someone dies. Only well, if someone dies. We'll see. And they've put it in their will. Right. You have to bring a legal That's, document. If you do want to Yeah. If you do want the opportunity to be dragged along uh behind a car after the show, uh you will have to die during the show and mm-hmm. also bring along a legally binding contract yeah. that says that that is your express wish. And I've said this before about about uh Dave's draggers uh keep it legal. I mean that's what you guys are all about. That's what you mm-hmm. built your reputation yeah. on, right? Yeah. It's got to be legal. I I I loved how you stay start in your own ad for Dave's draggers. <laughs> Did you go through an exhaustive audition um, process, or did you? That was at an inside. No, I I went. I, I beat out like five hundred people. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks. All right, I feel pretty good. Congratulations. about Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, on the sixteenth of uh, February, mm-hmm. which is also a Monday night, I mm-hmm. believe, um, we will be at the Steve Allen Theatre, mm. uh, trialing our Melbourne International Comedy Festival shows. You will be uh, retrialing Hothead, your show. I will. Uh, What's the name of yours? Do you know yet? Uh, Free Will. Oh, yep. And I don't, that's all I know. And so, how, how, how far along are you with it? I don't know. I've you got no know? idea. Really? I don't know. Maybe I've got some things, yeah. or maybe I don't yet. I, yeah. I'm not in a, in a position to tell you. What I can tell you is yeah. I have a lot of things that at some stage in the last 12 months I thought were things. Uh huh. So, I, let's find out on uh, the six days <laughs> if any of those things are actually things. <laughs> That will be the night where I start yeah. that discovery journey. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, that'd be cool if you could come to that. What else you got on, Dave? The Dollop, of course, your excellent podcast. The Dollop. Uh, uh, Melbourne. When, uh, is this, when is this going up? This, this is going to go up this week. I'm doing a little, uh, I'm going to try to get everybody who's on the Monday night show on the podcast this week as a little teaser. For oh, nice. Me, if I possibly can. If this goes up before Friday. Yep. Uh, anyway, and this the sixth um Tickets go on sale for the dollop in, in Melbourne. Okay. Uh, there's going to be two shows. going to be one on Saturday and one on Sunday. All right. Brilliant. Uh, and then my, my I don't know if there's any Hothead uh, Sydney tickets available because they were selling pretty well. Awesome. Uh, but that's April 20th at 7 p.m. And the dollop is sold out in Sydney already. Which is amazing. Uh, yeah, that was incredible. Like that is a, I mean, that's a really brilliant result. Yeah, it was nuts. Um and then I think I think my ticket's going to go on sale for a hothead in Melbourne uh, the um, the sixteenth is the way it sounded. Okay, cool. from that email that I read. 
Uh, yeah, well, just don't panic. The tickets will be on sale. Yeah, they're well, going to go on and sale. And well and truly before the actual festival. And it's, you know, it's a little bit more in the festival's hands now. So yeah. they will make sure that it all works out and yeah. everything's fine. So that'll be fun. Uh, and my show, Free Will, is on sale in Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide's not that far away. Adelaide, uh, then Brisbane, and then uh, Melbourne. And I should mention... Uh, that uh, I'm doing matinee shows on the Saturday during the festival this year for my show because I have an audience. Then I'll be able to see your show. When you've been around for uh, 20 years, Dave, Mm -hmm. turns out that some of your audience don't want to stay up late at night anymore. (laughs) They uh, would prefer a show that's a little earlier in the day. So just before the people have spoken, the early bird dinner. Uh huh. So, uh, yes, my show will be uh, like, you know, because I think it's a nine o'clock show or mm-hmm. something, you know, during the week. So, if yeah. people don't like to go to a nine o'clock show, there is like, I think, a five o'clock or whatever. Is it they're called the pensioner show? It's, no, it's, some, it's sometimes it's people from the country. People like to come down from the oh, country right, and it's they easy drive. to get the train or the drive or whatever. Yeah. So, you can get home and stuff like that. So, yeah. I have a Saturday matinee. A Saturday if you will. Really? Yes. I'll go to that one because, yeah. uh, I, I, no, if you're at nine, I'm at 7.15. Yeah, I don't. So know. I, could do, I shouldn't I could start do talking about times because they're different everywhere. But anyway, <laughs> I will be on at some stage. Come and see my show; that'd be brilliant. And of course, my DVD, Illuminati, will be out uh, at the end of March, and I'll give you all the details of that when that is out and about. Uh, I am in San Francisco this weekend uh, at SF Sketchfest doing set list and uh, a big show with uh, Daniel Slass and Matt Kirshen and Janine Groffalo and a bunch of other people. So find the details at SF Sketchfest. Mm-hmm. Dave, anything else? Do you uh, March ninth, I'm doing the hothead here in LA at uh, UCB Sunset. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. fantastic. That's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, sign out for us. Oh, I've totally forgot about signing. Oh, for...